0: They're out again. Maury and Tim escape from the radio, and now those two guys, Maury Eskenazi and Tim Hunter. Well, here we go again, and uh, kudos to Mister Eskenazi because he is doing this under the weather.
1: Little, uh, I am a little fluish. Uh, how little how flu-ish. did you get the flu? I don't know. I, have, I think it's your wife. I think she Probably. came over my ass. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking earlier.
0: She blames me every time she gets sick. Oh, yeah, you, you. I know. That
1: that is so funny that, you know, we talked about that because that's, you know, again, my wife does the same exact thing. It's like there's a 10-minute conversation on who could have gotten her sick. Like, God, just take an aspirin and relax. (laughs) What do you do when you get the flu? I kind of was not feeling good this weekend, and... Uh, you know, because you know, we've talked about this. What my wife went through. I'm very hypersensitive on oh, sure. how I feel because I don't want to get her sick. So, and for um, our
0: new listeners, uh, Maury's wife actually had COVID.
1: Yeah, and was in the hospital for six weeks, couple months actually. Yeah, like, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways, I wasn't feeling really good. I went to uh, I went to work, and I was there for about uh, uh, twenty minutes. And uh, I said, I, be- I, got- I better leave. I can't be here. So wow. I went to the doctor, you know, because nowadays, um, if you didn't feel good, they wouldn't even talk to you. They would just oh, just take. But they had me come in. They took me. I went to Evergreen Health in Woodville as my doctor. Mm-hmm. And when I said I was there, uh, you know, for a COVID test, you know, just to make sure, they take you in a way back, 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 back wing That no one is there and you sit in a room and a doctor first a nurse comes in to take your vitals and then a doctor comes in to talk to you and at this point I I, you know I said I think I just have the flu um I I I'm so sorry that I'm here for a test I I was feeling kind of guilty about it and He said, no, 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 you're doing the exact right thing. So uh, I said, okay.
0: Well, I know a lot of doctors won't see you now unless you have a COVID test. My
1: wife had to go uh, to a lung
0: doctor or something, and uh, I should know more than I do. And uh, she ended up having to get the COVID test first. Then, once she got her results, then the doctor would see her.
1: Wow. Yeah. And that's
0: a, a couple of people I know have had that experience, so... You can talk to him on the phone, but if you want to see him in person, you have to have a test.
1: So anyways, after after I talked to a nurse and after they said everything is good to go, I had to go get in my car and drive into their parking garage, and they had a spot open. And then you sit there, and the nurse comes out, and they do it while you're in the car. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, I should know in uh, six months. No. They said, (laughs) they didn't make me feel good by telling me this. They said uh, you should know in like two to three days, but they can only—they're only doing five thousand tests a week in Washington, and if it's uh, if it doesn't meet that criteria, then they send it to Arizona and they do the test for you. Oh, whoa! So that's when it takes ten. That's when it takes ten days.
0: Well, my wife got her results in two days, and she didn't have it, so that's good. Yeah, but it's so yeah. funny. It's like uh, catch twenty-two because you think. Well, I better get a COVID test, and then you get a test, and you're negative, and you go, "Huh, I wonder if the test was really right." You know, maybe. Oh, thanks. Wasn't.
1: I wouldn't. I wouldn't even think. Oh of that. no, thanks, we went a, there right away. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, you got to think what's wrong with this. So. Huh. So that's where we are. I'm just. I'm just not feeling good. Um, I'm a little feverish, but, uh, you know, it's all good. We'll be okay.
0: I would think that it would be harder to catch the flu or a cold these days because we're spending so damn much time at home. Who have you been around?
1: Well, you know, yes, I have been around, uh, but I have my mask on all the time. But, you know, how about like going to the grocery store? You know? Oh, yeah.
0: Well, so uh, what do you do when you get the flu? You just rest a lot or do you take Theraflu or?
1: Uh, I don't know if you can tell. I'm on a NyQuil buzz right now. Oh, and cool. It's, uh, it's, um, it's good stuff. Uh, not dayquil, but I I took nightquil because I kind of was thinking about maybe crashing a little bit or making oh, some phone calls.
0: Well, rest so. is the way to go. You—that's I mean, what, the you yeah. <laughs> what they say. Yeah, that's what they say. I'm the, the worst
1: when it comes to being sick. Yep, because I'm, I'm such a little baby.
0: Do you follow the news carefully, closely, see what's no, going on?
1: I don't. I don't follow well, it. I, did I you quit. ever watch
0: the TV show Glee?
1: Yeah. Oh, yes. I knew I I read about Naya Rivera. Right. Did they find her?
0: Uh, last time I checked as of this recording, no, oh. but they did a, and you know, what's funny is they did a search last night all the way till dark. And then some people started saying, well, you called off the search too soon. You know, you would have kept searching if she was white.
1: Oh, here we go. I, I, it's like, yeah,
0: really? But yeah. they resumed the search today. And as of this recording, they haven't found her yet.
1: That's so, so sad. She was with her four year old son, correct? Yes.
0: Uh, They went to go swimming, and I, I again, would question whether you should be doing that. But I guess, you know, when you get in the celebrity world and all of a sudden you're, you know, just living the way you want to live, you don't think maybe common sense kind of erodes. But, yeah, she went off, rented a boat with her 4-year-old. The 4-year-old was found in the boat later in the day uh, with his life jacket on, but she was nowhere to be found.
1: Yeah, wow. Just bizarre. In other news, um, in happy news, how about Mary Kay Letourneau?
0: You know, that was interesting. Um, Yeah. I I, I thought it was cool that, I mean, it's a messed up situation, but I thought it was cool that uh, Billy or whatever his name is was there with her for the final two months of her life.
1: Right. Because they were divorced. Yeah, they they got got
0: divorced last year. Oh. And he decided to come back up, and I guess they still, I don't know if you'd call them friends, but they uh, still communicated and talked, and then when she uh, took a turn for the worse with her cancer, he actually moved back up from California and uh, hung with her until she passed.
1: I didn't know that she had cancer. Maybe it wasn't... uh...
0: Oh, well, no, they hadn't announced that at all, but Uh, I guess it was... uh, Stage four and all that, and that's when and they, he came and, back
1: up. And and her and Billy had kids, right?
0: They had two. um She gotten she had you know got in trouble for it, and she was about to go into prison or whatever. And she decided to get pregnant, and they did. And then uh, while she was in prison, she gave birth, and and that child went to the grandmother, Billy's mom, I think, to raise. And then when she was out on a visit or something. Or either the, right after she got out, she got pregnant again, and so they have two kids, uh, and then she had four from the marriage before. Uh, I didn't know she had four. From yes, the marriage. she had four wow. kids. Yeah, so she had six kids altogether.
1: Huh. She kind of. I don't want to disrespect the no, dead. No, I
0: get. But, I get what you're saying.
1: But she was kind. She, something was wrong with her. Correct. Okay. What
0: I heard the theory being said by somebody uh was that she must have had some kind of incident happen to her at the age of like twelve because that is the the age he was when she became obsessed with him and so something happened and we don't know what, but uh that's what a psychologist was guessing at or predicting. Huh. I remember coaching girls basketball, okay, and it was at that time where things people started waking up going, Whoa, and so all of a sudden, uh, I as a coach could not be at practice with all those girls uh, without another adult there.
1: And what what time frame was
0: this? When was this? This would have been uh, probably mid nineties or so. Hmm. It, it's like it never it was it wasn't even a second thought of any of that stuff. Then all of a sudden it was like you know I don't know if incidents happened or started coming to the surface or whatever. But I just remember all of a sudden now it was you cannot be. And I thought, why? And it just didn't dawn on me that they would think uh, you would do or try anything with, I don't know. It was beyond my comprehension. But yeah, we made sure that there was a parent at every uh, girl's basketball practice after that. And how sad is that?
1: It's very sad. Well, it's kind of like, isn't it kind of like what we're going through now? I mean, you know, back in the 60s, you know, I, I talked. I think I talked to you about last week, where where me and my friends would would have M80s and, and cherry bombs by ourselves. Yeah, what are you thinking? Yeah, or we would go trick or treating by ourselves for hours, and our parents didn't know where we were. And then as we progressed in the world, things changed. Kind of like kind of like uh, 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 racist statues across the United States that. You know, back in the day, it was just a normal thing. But now people are starting to open up going, wait a second, why do we have a statue for this guy? You know what I mean? So, and
0: I get that. Uh, I guess yeah. in uh, Melania's home country of Slovenia, or Slovenia, or whatever it is, uh, they had a statue of her in her hometown, and it got lit on fire and taken down.
1: Why do they have a statue of her? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But,
0: uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I... I get it, and I I just wish right now they would say, "Hey, we need to get this thing down." Okay, good good discussion. Yes, you're right. Take it down. But now you've got mob rule, and you get a bunch of people together and tiki torches, and you know burn the statue and uh, right. like the uh, Confederate memorial that was set up at the uh, Lakeview Cemetery in Seattle. I actually took a picture of that. Uh, it was. 2017 because I decided at one point I want to go see the graves of uh, like Bruce Lee and Jimi Hendrix and stuff. I live in Seattle never have done that. So I went to the Lakeview Cemetery and I did see the it's it's really cool. it's Bruce and Brandon Lee buried right there in Seattle but in huh. that same cemetery is was a memorial put up by the Daughters of the Confederates and uh, you know it got knocked over it got graffitied. This was and, recently? Yeah, last week. Oh, huh. And I thought, well, you know, I tearing things down just to feel better about yourself. I I think most psychiatrists would disagree that's a good idea.
1: Right. But whatever. Right. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I get to the point where you know you
0: can only control so many things. I know. And I can't you gotta let go. You'll feel better.
1: That's why um, when you say, "Do I watch the news regularly?" Um, I I can't anymore. You know what I mean? I, I just can't. It just it just uh, I'm totally changing the subject here. Sure. Because I want to bring in my friend uh, Stu Malloy from GSR Reynolds. We I haven't mentioned men- his name yet. I want so to mention I'm glad him. You did. He turned me on to and and I apologize if we've uh, if we talked about this that missing in Alaska podcast. Did we talk about this already?
0: Uh, I don't remember. I don't think okay. so.
1: So he turned me on to this podcast, and it's called Missing in Alaska. Okay. And it's uh, about uh, back in the 1970s. The Speaker of the House, Hale Boggs, was in Alaska campaigning for a congressman that was running for re-election in Alaska. I forgot mm-hmm. what his name was. And they they were flying to uh, somewhere, and they're playing went missing, and they were never found. Right. So do you remember that? I do. Okay. So do you know the story of this? So as the podcast progresses, it becomes a little more interesting that the wife of the congressman from Alaska uh, was seen hanging around a member of the Bonanno crime family, and supposedly that um, they bombed the plane because Hale Boggs... Uh, Kind of pissed off J. Edgar Hoover of the FBI. So there's a whole uh, investigation, and then like a year after this guy died or went missing in a plane crash, this woman married this uh, this mafioso guy. Wow! Yeah, that that sounds interesting. So it's very interesting. It's on anywhere you find your podcast. It's called Missing in Alaska. It's probably after you're done listening to us. Then go listen to Missing in Alaska. I was thinking
0: so. about our podcast, and, and we're, I think, episode 35, something like uh-huh. that. And I'm just imagining when we get to, like, episode 400, people will realize that we've really only done 30 original episodes, and <laughs> yeah. we just repeated them as because we forget. Did we talk about that? Yeah, I, know, I think right? we did. No, I, know. Um, I know. While we're recommending podcasts, The Cold Podcast. The Cold Podcast. The Cold Podcast. It's the one about Susan Powell and her disappearance. And it is phenomenal. And the reason it's so good, a news station down in Salt Lake did it. But they not only tell you the story, but both uh, Susan Powell's husband and his dad did audio and video diaries. So they're telling you what they're thinking the whole time, but never enough to incriminate
1: them wow
0: but you do know that bad stuff went on uh, uh-huh. but just as far as her disappearance and murder nope they they didn't get to that but uh, you you listen to the first episode you will be hooked and it's amazing it really is so
1: huh. I'm gonna check it out the cold, it's cold. the
0: cold podcast yep. the cold podcast dot wow. com so dot com put that on your list of things to
1: do okay
0: and since you're sick, you might as well you know put the first episode on and lay back and if you go to sleep, you go to sleep.
1: I'll put it on and then I'll turn on the twenty seven uh, uh, entertainment vehicles I have on my TV. So, yeah,
0: what yeah. is the uh, last sporting event that you watched from the past? you've been doing that
1: yeah, I have been. I can't tell you why I watched it. just I just started watching it and it was nineteen eighty three Houston Oilers against the Miami Dolphins. No, the L.A. Rams. Houston Oilers against the L.A. Rams with Dick Enberg and Merlin Olsen oh, doing fun. play-by-play. I love like yeah. them. It, uh, me too. And it was totally entertaining, and it was three and a half hours long. And I watched the entire game like it was happening right now. It was That's, pretty cool. That is you know it's You know what's weird about watching old games? They didn't have the score on the TV like they do now. Back in those days
0: right they actually yeah. you know you well they figured you'd stay there and eventually they'd bring it up again so yeah but yeah totally. you're right It now it's like football for dummies
1: yeah but you know so. you know it's cool some of these youtube uh some of these youtube uh, uh sporting events show commercials from back in the day too hmm. and it's pretty entertaining to see those so.
0: are you writing or doing something it sounds i'm getting a little scratching noise
1: oh no maybe i'm just moving my head around oh that's probably it yeah, yeah. I have to stay. put it in a vice. I'll stay very still. Do not move. Um, here's a funny story for you. Okay. Last weekend, I was invited to my neighbor's house uh, on 4th of July. They have like a fire pit back there. Okay. And they said, hey, we're having a fire. Why don't you come over? So I went over and and um, he, they invited neighbors from around the area, or from our neighborhood basically, and uh, – uh, the only neighbors I know are the neighbors that I right next door to me that I went to their house. Um, I don't know. I don't walk around and introduce myself, and no one has done it with with me. So this older couple were, was there, and the guy's name was John. And I, I introduced myself, and uh, I said, "Yeah, I live right here." And he goes, "You live right here, right next door?" I go, "Yeah." I go, "And you live across the street?" And he said, "Yeah." And I've lived in my house for thirty years. <laughs> And I said, I said, John, how long have you lived in your house? And he said, 45 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I know. So he goes to me, he goes, do you have kids? I go, yeah, I have a daughter who's 39 and a son who's 35. And he goes, and were they raised in your house? I go, yes, they were. And they oh would walk. God. I'm guessing they walked by your house a few times over the years. So... Uh, so, at any rate, wow. I had a few drinks, and when I left, I apologize to him when I left for living here for over 30 years and not knowing who he was. That
0: is amazing. So,
1: so now I've driven past his house four or five times, and they've been outside, and I've honked and waved every single time. Oh, so yeah. I've got a lot they... to make up for. I know. I'm making casseroles, I'm bringing them over <laughs> every single day. We got a
0: cool neighbor. His name is Ray. He's 96 or 7. And he's still out doing yard work and climbing up ladders to put up the flag.
1: Wait, that's not good for a 95 year old. No, it's not good that he's doing that. But he's he's physically he's in
0: great shape.
1: Yeah, that's amazing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's not good. We're not all watching and placing bets. Think he's gonna make it down?
1: We did. We used to do a segment on my Health Matters show just about ladders every year, because a lot of people. A lot of people fall and and break their necks falling off ladders. That's Mm -hmm. why I always say, if I wasn't Jewish, I'd probably be dead by now putting Christmas lights up at some point (laughs) in my life, you
0: know? That's funny.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's fortunate you're Jewish. I know, yeah, I know. Well,
0: I know you're under the weather, so let's kind of lay low on this week. All uh, right, man. We'll get back to it next week and uh, get healthy and, um, yeah, in no time at all, you should be good and we'll... Return to happier times. Take All care. Right. Good talking to you. You've just listened to Maury and Tim escape from the radio with Mori Eskenazi and Tim Hunter, a WackyWeek.com production. No insects were injured in the making of this program. Well, maybe one. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like us. If you didn't, please send it to someone that annoys you.